Hello and welcome to episode 171 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. It is hot, I am sleepy, and I have 52 minutes of music to play for you. As this is a part two of a show, I can make myself very, very minimized and simply spend 17 minutes free-form ranting about what the hell's going wrong with this country. Brace yourselves. No, just kidding. It is warm, and I am sleepy, and I have been home for two hours, and I have not, not done this podcast as I anticipated because I've been procrastinating. Because it's warm, and I'm sleepy. But I have a job to do. And I will do it. Will I use my whole ass? No, I will not. This is a part two. I don't even need to be here. I could just have a quacking duck. One of those drinking birds to just press the stop and start button. Would just do just fine. So, this is... I don't even remember. Well, let's say it's June 1972. June 19th? That sounds plausible. Let's look it up. Bringing your A-game today, aren't you, Mark? I sure am. Yeah, June 19th. I was right. It is my A-game. Alrighty. Now, if you listened to last week, you know the deal. You can jump to heartofmarkness.com and download this entire show which consists of The Immigrant Song, Heartbreaker, Black Dog, The Ocean, Since I've Been Loving You, Stairway, Going to California, Black Country Woman, that's right, in 1972. That's the way, Tangerine, Bromyar Stomp, Dazed and Confused, What Is and What Should Never Be, Dancing Days, Moby Dick, well, it's cut at 14 minutes, unfortunately. <laughs> it's only 14 minutes of... Whole lot of love. Rock and roll. The organ solo, which has Louie Louie in it. Thank you. Money. The best things in life are free. And Over the Hills and Far Away, sung in the proper range. And yet another performance of Dancing Days, because it was one of those magical concerts where the audience just wouldn't let him go, because it was June 1972, when the band could do no wrong, and Robert's voice was together enough, it was not at 1970 or 71 levels, but it did not cross that meridian, that point of no return, where the, the, the melodies have to be changed. Oh, it was such a mistake, in my opinion, for them to open with rock and roll, especially in 75, when heroin and alcohol were in there. It's hard to get up and running at full speed from a dead stop when you're on heroin and alcohol, no matter what cocaine may do to cut through the fog. Just kind of slowed down. It's just, if they're going to start, if they're going to play rock and roll to open, they have to play it fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Like the Ramones would play it. Just something 
fast as fuck, horrifyingly intense, and then not stopping, which they did. They would play three songs before they'd say good evening. Very effective. But rock and roll being the opener, uh, that's not... It would have been all right if Robert still had the voice and could sing the very high, high parts like he does. But to have it be, been a long time since I rock and rolled. It's not the bombastic entrance you need. 77, but the song remains the same. Super fast, super intense. Like, listen to this, Eddie. Co-co-co-co-co-cocaine. Heron was still in there, but uh, the cocaine cut through when it was just ha-wa-bam. Very intense. Well, here I go, ranting again. I'm going to take five minutes of your life. I've been listening to a lot of live Bob Dylan. A lot. And I listen to Bob Dylan at work. And when I get done with this, I'm going to smoke weed and listen to Bob Dylan. So here's my Led Zeppelin podcast. <laughs> Still love Zeppelin. Always going to love Zeppelin. 40 fucking years of loving Zeppelin. And five years of doing this podcast? That's crazy. But holy shit, do I love Bob Dylan? Two separate but equal. Alright, tonight we are going to listen to Dazed and Confused. This is a ridiculously good show, and this is an improved, this is an upgraded uh, recording. If you're here last week, it's perfectly, nobody bitched about the sound, which is great. It's perfectly listenable. Uh, headphones for myself are required. Not required, but preferred. And um, it could do with a remaster. It could do with somebody who knows how to legitimately EQ and master to bring out uh, the guitar more and the higher end more. But that's not me. It could be, maybe, if I learned how to do it and... Even then, my ears aren't great, and it's subjective, and if somebody said they didn't like it, my feelings would get hurt, and I'd tell them to fuck off, or I'd run away and never do the podcast again, take my ball and go home. I don't know. Basically, I'm not the remaster guy. I might be a Matrix guy. I've been fucking around with that, but I'm not the remaster guy, at least not with this setup. All right. Days to Confuse, June 19th, 1972. This is the shit. This is magical. This is what people think of when they think of Led Zeppelin. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, there's a lot to unpack there. Starting with the tapers, those joyous fuckheads who lost their mind when day started. I don't blame them. They weren't making this for posterity. And it was it was endearing. It always is. But it's funny. It's funny that those kids are senior citizens now, if they're still around. 50 years ago, this was 50. <clears throat> when I was a kid, World War II was 50 years ago. Now it's not. Time rolls on. Well... Well, well. Oh, well, let's. Uh, I don't want to jump past this. I uh, got the people talking. And then, of course, we had a little bit of Walter's Walk off of Coda. Um, harder to hear because, again, the guitar. Not again. I, I always say again without saying it beforehand. I apologize. Um, for the first time. <laughs> the guitar is not that loud in the mix. Headphones really help. You can totally hear it. You just have to pay attention. But yeah, Walter's Walk was played. Just the Beautiful stuff. The Crunge, which nobody had heard yet because Houses of the Holy was still a year away from being released. And shit, I think one more thing. That I forgot. Oh well. There it was, there it is, there it am. Good stuff. Man, I have an appreciation for Dazed that I didn't have when I started this podcast. How could you not like Dazed, dude? I didn't. And now I do. You guys know how I am. Well, since I just have one more song to play, well, I don't have one more song to play for you. Actually, I have three different tracks to play, but they all are consecutive and they flow into each other without interruption. So I'm going to play it as one solid block. So I'm going to do the spiel now, which is you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube under the name Heart of Markness. You've already found me because that's how you're listening to me. I'm everywhere podcasts are and some places they're not. I have a website, heartofmarkness.com. That's where you can find these shows in their entirety, or as much as there is, and download the whole concert. Like I read you the set list earlier, you can download that recording for free at heartofmarkness.com. Holy shit, Mark, your generosity knows no bounds. How is such altruism possible? Through the patronage of the patrons on Patreon who patronize my podcast. I love alliteration. So you can thank these titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. And if you want to be one of them, if you'd like to be in that number, go to patreon.com or heartofmarkness.com when you're downloading all those sweet free shows. Guilt, guilt, guilt. Hit the Patreon button. See if there's something there for you. You get, if you're uh, above a certain tier, you get your own podcast every month. And even if you're not above a certain tier, I've started doing podcasts for people. Because, I mean, shit. They're supporting this. They pay for the hosting. They pay for the SoundCloud. They pay for the website. They pay for the mega cloud storage. Everything. The microphone through which I'm speaking with you. To you. At you. Near you. 
Holy shit. For some reason, I have an almost agonizing pain in two of my toes. Whew. That was weird. I almost had to hit pause and be like, ow. Shit. Yay, thud. So, oh yes, here are the beautiful humans who allow me and support me in doing this. A laurel and hearty handshake go out to Brian, Matt, Stephen, George, Big Ed, Kenny. How's it going, mate? John from West Footscray, Picard, Knegarn, Chris, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Bless your heart, friends. Each and every one of you, thank you so much for helping me do this, allowing me to do this, supporting me in do to do this, encouraging me to do this, and uh, keeping me honest. You guys keep me coming back even when, like today, I would have blown this off in a heartbeat. And then, because I didn't do it today, I wouldn't do it tomorrow. Then I probably wouldn't do it on the weekend. And then, kaboom! No more podcast. That's how it happened last time. I like that. I've heard that's an ADD thing. Uh, or an ADHD thing. Is that it's hard to develop habits. So if you just stop doing something, you're just off on a new track, wandering off. Like you've just, like, left the home. And no one knew it. You went out a side entrance and just started wandering away and no one knows you're gone. It's like that. And it is like that. I have to really, after half a century of being a fuck up, I've started to, to actually utilize some strategies to, uh, like, not lose my keys and not lose my wallet. But it's hard to actually dig a groove in reality so that you can stay in it. Which is kind of how I, how I envision a habit, is just digging a groove, like... If you walk, if you cut a corner across a lawn, you know, it, it wears down. And if you do that, then that actually helps keep you in the road. I don't know what I'm saying. You shouldn't listen to me. Everybody go to bed. All right. <laughs> Sorry. I said go to bed and I yawned. <laughs> so we are going to hear now 23 minutes of music, which is John Paul Jones's organ solo which has medleys of its own in there, as well as Thank You, which is always lovely, and then three minutes of the money. It cuts off after three minutes, because probably ran out of tape. But, or he was trying to conserve tape, because he's like, holy shit, it's almost over. So, and that money is the same song that they did on June 30th, 1980, which is the last show I covered. So it's interesting to compare and contrast how s eight years, holy shit, eight years makes a difference. Love it, love it, love this whole thing. Listen to the fun in the organ solo. Led Zeppelin should have not, never gotten rid of the organ, in my opinion. Man. Not like they needed to be deep purple or anything, but the organ just, you know, I don't know. I like the organ sound. That's just me. All right, I am just starting to just fade out here, as you can tell. I've been sleepy, folks. 
And it's hot in here. It's like being in a car out in the parking lot waiting for mom to get out of the store. And it's just hot. So, here we go. Thank you. I'm not going to um, be back until the very end where I'll say bye-bye and I love you. So, here we go. Enjoy it. And enjoy the organ solo. And here's the cool thing. In 1972, the audience still enjoyed the organ solo. The audience was still there to listen to the music and the performance and say, what are you presenting to us? Instead of kind of just being a little bit divorced from the connection with the audience. As it went on, as they got bigger and bigger and older and older, um, there, there became a little bit more of a gulf that ocean, that connection that they were so uh, known for, kind of atrophied, in my opinion. Didn't go away. It's not like they didn't like the audiences and the audiences didn't like them. No. But that deep, deep connection where people would listen, listen with a critical ear, listen and pay attention to 10 minutes of a fucking organ solo. Dude, if that happened in 1977... People would be throwing firecrackers. People would be going, woo. That'd be like when people would go get pretzels, go get beers, go piss, go find drugs, you know, get a program, get a t-shirt, that kind of thing. But now, that's just what drum solos are for. <laughs> All right, here we go. Enjoy. June 19th, 1972. Led Zeppelin, I love you.
unreal. Um, <clears throat> I'm about 80% sure that's Bonzo singing back up. Although I did hear at some points more than one voice. So Jimmy probably too. Fun band having fun. Uh, according to Luis Ray, that was their fifth encore of the night. I think he was just like everything that it is played for you with the organ solo and Louie Louie and um, shit, that other song that they played that I'm going to look up right now. I just closed it rather than looking it up. La la la. No one will know. No one will know. Let's dance. Not the David Bowie song. Another one. Chris Montez, according to Luis Ray. I will go by what he says. He knows what he's talking about. All right. We're an hour and eight and a half in. I'm going to wrap this up. That was fucking awesome, wasn't it? You had the organ solo that people were listening to. Then a little bit of Amazing Grace that people liked. That was cute. Then a little bit of Everyday People. The Sly Stone song. Some say I'm right and some say I'm wrong. My own beliefs are in this song. Or whatever. I may be right. I don't know. You know the song I'm talking about. And then Louie Louie, which is a from the Kingsman, a Seattle band. Uh, one of the members of the Kingsman actually owned a vacuum cleaner store in Salem, Oregon, where I lived in the mid-90s. A little bit of trivia there. Into Money, which was great. Holy shit, I wish we had that whole song. Brilliant. Again, thanks to the fucking kids who taped this show and held on to this tape in a desk drawer or a garage or somewhere for 55 zero years. Unreal. Thank you for listening, guys. It's my daughter's birthday this weekend, so I will be doing daughter birthday stuff over the weekend. Very, very doubtful there'll be a classic rock episode, but we'll be back next Thursday with another Led Zeppelin-themed one. I th I'm, I'm leaning toward Jimmy Page, uh, Portland, Maine, which is my, I can't remember. It's at uh, November, I think. I don't know. It's right. It's not too far after the Worcester show on the 29th, but the Outrider shows all had the same set lists anyway. It's very, very good, and somebody um, did a really good argument saying that that show is magic to them in the way that the Worcester show on the 29th is magic to me. So we may do that. We may not. We'll see. Only the shadow knows. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening. Please be good to yourself and each other, and bye-bye. <laughs>